Welcome to the Audible presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings. Welcome inside the TCO studios for another edition of the Audible presented by 3M. My name is Gabe Henderson. Uh, today I have the special privilege and honor of being joined by Minnesota Vikings safeties, Cam Bynum and Josh Metellus, who had the game ceiling interception against the Detroit Lions. Goff, he'll hurl it up, Josh again, and he caught this one! Yes, he did! Josh Metellus' first National Football League interception has daggered the Detroit Lions! The final score, Minnesota 28, Detroit 24, and the Vikings are undefeated at home! Uh, ask Cam <laughs> yes. Bynum, class. Uh, Josh, has your phone stopped stopped ringing yet? I'm, uh, I'm sure it went crazy. Not yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not yet. You know, uh, I mean, this is my third year in the league. You know, people have been waiting to see me play defense for a while now. So, you know, a lot of people just was waiting to send those texts for years now. So, I'm still getting them. Okay. They're dying down a little bit, though. You know, okay. I think by, by the time we get to London, they should be gone. Cam, you had a similar experience last year. Right. I think week nine, Baltimore. Yeah. First down, Lamar back to pass, whips one over the middle. And there's what a catch by the Minnesota Vikings. Cam Bynum, the rookie, to the 30, 25, 20. Cam Bynum. He comes up with his first National Football League interception, and bad becomes worse for these Baltimore Ravens. What was that feeling like when you got in the locker room? It's crazy. We were both talking about it, how like <laughs> our first game, first first play playing defense, that was my first big play we've ever made, so yeah, it was right. crazy. So, it was great. Um, when I got back to the locker room then, um, I know I was just like, dang, did this really happen? Because it yeah. happened in the first half, so yeah. I came back in the locker room and was like, I just got a pick. Crazy. So I know the same thing happened with him, and his was a game winner. Yeah, so that's yeah. bigger. Like I wasn't able to fully enjoy mine because we lost. Yeah. So Josh having his first pick and a game winner, I, I couldn't can only imagine that feeling. Yeah, that's how you do it. It, it, didn't, it didn't hit me until maybe like next morning. Really? Yeah. Like I, I really I was like, <laughs> I, got I, I'm like I, I walked in, I walked into the building, and I'm like, oh yeah, I really caught a pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Man, that's like a dream come true. And that, that's something that I want to talk about next segment. But for starters, we like to start this thing off with an icebreaker. So, of course, you guys see two cars in front of you. Uh -oh. We like to call this game two truths and a lie. So I think I think Cam the Cam is shaking his head like he's played it before. I played it before yeah, you played it before yeah, too. Every icebreaker in school, yeah. like first year of school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we're like uh, fifth grade here. So this, is, this is like arts and crafts. So uh, Cam, we'll start with you. We'll have you. No, Josh. You know what? We'll start with you. Do I read my we'll card? have you read your card, and then Cam, it's up to you to figure out which two sentences are true and which one is a lie. All right. So read it out for our for our radio audience, Josh, if you don't mind. A. Ever since I was a kid, I have preferred Marvel over Disney. B, while at Michigan, I lined up at outside linebacker, both safety spots, outside corner, nickel, and cornerback. Well, I mean, same thing. <laughs> C, I have one-year-old son, named, middle name Six. You've never played cor corner or number two's a lie. Mm. Wait, no, no, you're a Disney guy. You go to Disneyland every break. So number one's a lie. There you go. There you go. Now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you, you got to explain. I didn't know you went to Disney every break. Yeah, my, my, my wife obsessed with Disney, and I, I'm Marvel, Disney, all of that. I'm a big yeah, fan. I see him. Really? So I big, live in SoCal, and he big goes fan. to Disney more than me. So have you been to Disneyland in Cali before? Uh, my first time was my first time going was my first NFL offseason. That was my first time going to Disneyland, like actual Disneyland. I've been to Disney World multiple times. Okay. But okay. Disneyland, my first two years ago. Okay. 2021. Cam well, that was a year ago. I, I used Ooh. to go to Disneyland every day. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pass, so I, I literally go by myself. Like, 
Really? Two day, two three days a week. Cause yeah. I had a pass. So I, yeah, I lived everywhere though. Away from there, so really? Yeah. So That's crazy. Disney's a way of life for me. Describe six. Your son's middle name six. So my wife, growing up, she played soccer. She was really good at all, all, all the sports she played. But her middle name, I mean her middle name, her nickname was six. Okay. And uh, I mean he's named Joshua Metellus. But he's not a junior because, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm, we weren't really fans of, like, junior. Okay. So we switched up his middle name and, like, gave it, like, part hers, too, you know. So it's like he has both of our names in a way. And it's, like, it's really it's cool. Like, his middle name six, spelled yeah. S-Y-X. Yes. Thought it was really cool. <laughs> Man, I was, like, on Urban Dictionary looking this thing up. And six, S-Y-X, it, there is a definition for there that. There is? It's uh, six is a person who, whose beauty knows no bounds. Fearless, challenging norms without breaking a sweat. That's him. That's him? That's him. <laughs> That's, That's right. him. That's him. That's right. That makes sense. All right. That's him. Cam, it's on you now. Makes sense. Right. That makes sense. That's dope. I traveled to over five countries this offseason. Mm-hmm. I was high school teammates with Eric Kendricks in California. I wore number 24 since I was in fifth grade because Kobe Bryant was my role model. I'm going to go B. Yeah, that's way too easy. Because <laughs> I know for a fact he went to high school with Troy. So that, yeah, that's, so that's where, where they try to get you. That's where they, they try, try to, to get, get me. At first, I'm like, oh, yeah, he did. I'm like, hold oh, nah, on. They tried to get me, yeah. That's the thing. It's all about the key words. And Troy, Troy so how, how many years did you, you and Troy play together? Um, so I've school? known Troy since middle school. Whoa. I was in sixth grade. Whoa. Went to the same middle school. Really? Yeah. Same middle school? Same middle school. Dang. Then uh, we did freshman, sophomore, and then he transferred. He transferred to a different school, our rival mm. school. Oh, wow. And um, oh. after that. But we were on the same freshman team, same JV team when we were, because I was trash. So <laughs> J, me and him were like the JV guys. He said he, said he was number 99 on yeah, JV. Yeah, he was his number 99. That's I was, crazy. I had to pay somebody to get number 24, like, because yeah. I wasn't getting playing time. I was fifth string on what? JV. Wow. So, I want to go back to the other question of you traveling to nine countries yeah. this offseason. Yeah. Guatemala. So, I mean, you can name them all. Like, Everywhere. what thrill do you get out of traveling so much in the offseason? Everything. I was fin- so that's always been a dream of mine. Um, I finally made it to the league and had a real offseason. Because, you know, college, we still got school. It's yeah, still got no offseason off workouts. It's no fake offseason. Off mm-hmm. So <laughs> now that we actually had time off, I'm like, I need to go see the world. So I saved, saved as much money as I can. Didn't spend, didn't buy any outfits during the year. I was like, okay, I'm going. I'm buying plane tickets just everywhere. <laughs> so, mom and I, we just went everywhere. So that's always been my bucket list. Man, I, I love your quote you put on Instagram when you posted. You 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 posted about your trips. You said, "Don't spend money on designer. Spend it on take uh, traveling the world." You got it. You can buy the designer, but I ain't got it here. I'm still <laughs> second year. So, so I say, on no outfits. Right, right. Outfits. Yeah, all on uh, experiences. So that's that's probably the best thing I've done so far is travel. Man, I, we got a few minutes left in this segment. Uh, Cam, and then I'm going to go to you, Josh. Cam, what is your story for people who don't know? I know I was reading that uh, you were 5'8", 160, heading into your junior year of high school, and then you, you just basically just got into a routine of wanting to get better. But for fans who don't know who you are, like, can, can you give them an insight, some insight? Yeah, that 5'8", 160 is probably a lie. I was probably like <laughs> 140 at the time. One, okay. Oh I was Gosh, tiny. It was bad, but I finally found a coach that – started teaching me like about football, being a technician, because I was never, still not the fastest guy, still not the biggest. I never really had the crazy twitch like most superior athletes have. So I had to find a coach that like teach you the technique. So mm. yeah, I didn't run fast, but nobody was beating me deep because I would stay square, do, do the foot, play football right. So that's what really built me. So once I was able to understand the game and me playing corner, it was just, 
it, I kind of understood it. Like, okay, now all I have to do is stay square for a few seconds, stay on top of the receiver for a few seconds, ball's not coming my way. Hmm. So I understood that, was able to take that all through college and finally made it. And it was just a matter of finding a coach that really just taught me the technique, mm -hmm. just being a technician. Similar story, uh, I had a, a coach, I, I played running back, I played offense my whole entire life. Oh, wow. And up until I got to college. But uh, I had a coach in uh, high school who, he played in the league, his son was on our team too. And he just like, I don't know, like I wasn't, I wasn't always the most athletic guy. You know, even though I had the confidence like I was, I knew I wasn't, you know, like realistically. So like, I always had to be a step ahead mentally. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's where I gained my competitive edge. Like mentally, I was always on it. I was always a step ahead. For some reason, I always felt like I could see stuff before they happen. So, you know, that, that was my competitive edge. You know, that just kept pushing me through, pushing me through, doing everything right technique-wise, like being like on the key details of football. You know, some guys could just go out there and play, but like, you know, I, I gotta be on it 100%, you know, and that, I think that building that routine throughout my whole entire life, that just helped me get to this point. I feel like the competition from where you guys are probably helped too, helped right? Too, for sure. Like <laughs> for Cali sure. and Florida. Yeah, for sure. Two of the best. 100%. That, add Texas in there, but yeah. yeah, that made everything, like, especially us. I know everybody we play got a Florida kid. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere we go against, all got a Either Cali somebody kid, from so Cali or Florida or Texas. That's everywhere. crazy. And they're everywhere. the best players. I was, uh, so NFL put out a survey last year at the end of 2021, and Florida, Texas, and Cali had the highest three, like mm -hmm. had the, the most players out of that state in, yeah. on NFL teams. I'm not surprised. So it has to be something in the yeah, water, I'm, I'm not. Saying, I'm right? not surprised, not one bit. Like what it's we the had, weather. Yeah, it's the weather. It's, <laughs> it's the, the weather. It's, yeah, it's the weather. <laughs> it's the weather. Especially <laughs> for them, they got to play in a, a humid. Yeah, we but playing year-round, nonstop football. Really? It was crazy, the joint practice um, for, with the Niners, four of the players on that field were from my high school. We were all at, oh, wow. at the same time, four of us. Yeah, I got uh, four people in my high school uh, in the league too. That's crazy. Mm. Well, so, my best, like my best friends too. Like we all happen to all be best friends, but like we all made it to the league. Devin Bush crazy. was one, right? Mm. Devin, Devin Bush won. We got uh, Fayon Hicks. He played for the Broncos. Uh, we have uh, a free agent. He was just on the Raiders, Stanford Samuels. And then we have another free agent, uh, Jacor Pearson. He was wow. with the Giants. He just got, uh, he just uh, got released. But we, 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 we're around. We're it, definitely around. Is, is there a sense of pride knowing that? That like, hey, there's people from your high school that fulfill their dreams? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are you guys in public school? Yeah, public Same school too. Wow. Public school, like, okay, the Boscos and Modern Days, like, they, the big name schools, mm -hmm. but the fact that, like, our public schools have more than these big, like, what, St. Thomas? Yeah, St. Thomas like, Aquinas, American yeah. Heritage, we right there with them. Right there with Man. the big name schools, and for me, we were, beat, we were beating them in the playoffs. All yeah, we won state championship. We went like, from... We went from not even being ranked when I got to high school to by my senior year going into our senior our senior year max preps. We was top ten team in the in the That's country. Yeah. Now look public at school. Now look at y'all. Now look. Y'all yeah. made it. <laughs> All right. We, let's talk more about the story of you being both of you guys being Minnesota Vikings after the break, right here on the Audible presented by 3M. Stay tuned for more of the Audible presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings. From the field to the roof and everywhere in between, 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings, is here. Visit vikings.com backslash skull science to learn more. We're back. This is the Audible presented by 3M. My name is Gabe Henderson. I'm alongside Josh Metellus, Cam Bynum. Uh, fellas, we started 
the first segment talking about your first career interceptions. I, I need both of you guys just to walk me through that moment when you found out you were starting because clearly I know Cam for you, you didn't find out until minutes before and Josh, you didn't find out until minutes before also. So yeah. describe that feeling, <laughs> that, that emotion. One thing we pride ourselves in practicing. So it wasn't like a big shock when they did tell us because it's we practice as if we're starters. Like for me, it was my rookie season. So I really had no, not compared to now, I didn't have a lot of knowledge, especially me. I was playing, new, new to playing safety. So there's still so much learning to do. Mm-hmm. But going through practice, those, what I played with week nine, mm-hmm. I think it was. So mm-hmm. I had eight weeks to really sit back and watch Harry, watch X, and be able to learn. So it wasn't a big shock. Um, and the confidence is there just because the way we practice and the way we treat it and whatever rep you get, you're acting like a starter. So that was the mentality there. But it was, it was still a shock, like, as far as, like, knowing, like, why well, I'm about to start an NFL game. This is crazy. Like, more in a cool <laughs> sense than yeah. nervous because um, confidence is always there. But it's just like, wow, this is this been my dream. So Yeah, uh, same thing. You know, uh, going into the week last week, we knew uh, Harrison would be out so uh, with, with the concussion. So uh, it was just me and, me and Lou taking the reps, me and Lou taking the reps. I mean, I didn't, I really didn't know what was going on. I don't, I don't even think, you know, nobody knew, you know, it was just kind of, you know, a field thing. Yeah. Every, every week, like he said, like we just take practice serious. Like we, we always on it. Like if I'm not in, I'm watching him and let him know, you know, asking questions, you know, keep him on his toes, same thing, vice versa. So, you know, we, we always make sure that, you know, next man up is going to be able to get the job done. And I think, you know, that, like that alone just gave the confidence, you know, going into the game, even though it's first time starting, mm-hmm. um, it was still a confidence that you knew, like, right, I prepared right, you know, all I got to do is not psych myself out and I should be able to play well and, you know, help the team, so. Mm-hmm. Was it, I wouldn't say too big of a shoes to fill because it wasn't clearly, but is it big shoes to fill when, you, when you're, you know, replacing a guy in Harrison Smith who's probably going to be a Hall of Famer someday? Uh, yeah, it's, it's big shoes because the, the stuff he does, a lot of stuff he does goes unnoticed, you know, especially the people who don't know what we're doing exactly. But, yeah, he's he's a, a big piece to our defense. And, you know, not having him and having to fill those shoes, you know, it, it's a little bit of pressure. But then again, you know, we always picking his brain, you know, about football stuff. He's giving us little tidbits. So, you know, it's kind of like we're in a sense, you know, like we're a part of him, you know, when we're out there on the field. So it, it wasn't right. it wasn't too crazy. Cam, I, I know, you know, now you're starting beside Harrison. You're 20, Josh, 2020 special teams player of the year. You have, like, carved out a role for yourself on this special teams mm-hmm. unit that, for, to me, is exciting to see somebody, like, taking ownership, both you guys taking mm-hmm. ownership in your role. What has that process been like to get to this point of taking ownership in your current roles now? Uh, I mean, I, I can say for me, uh, especially uh, coming in, I, I was uh, – I was a six-round draft pick, you know, later rounds. I, later on, I knew I had to earn my mark on the team. And, uh, you know, special teams was just a way for me to get out on the field. And, you know, and if I'm on the field, you know, I always tell myself, if I'm on the field, I'm going to make plays. That's just what I can keep continuing to do when I'm on special teams. You know, and it's just uh, – that's the third part of the game. Like, people don't – a lot of people, like, outside don't really understand. But special teams is a big part of the game. You know, if we could win that phase, that's just another step closer to winning mm-hmm. a game. So, you know, if I'm out there, I'm leading that group, and I'm trying to take us to the promised land. And just realizing the process and just – through it not it's rare that anybody comes in starting right away and especially mm-hmm. sixth round I was fourth round we had to fight for our spot on the team at uh-huh, the end of the yeah. day so 100%. Um, you can't ex- obviously you expect yourself to separate but at the end of the day if you're not a starter day one you have to prepare as if knowing you're gonna have some type of role in the team and expecting to have a role so um, coming in like for me I had to do a whole year of special teams and 
that's that's more of a dogfight than playing defense. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't realize that, but that okay. special teams is hard, hard, maybe harder than playing defense mm. physically for sure. So um, just realizing any role and taking, like I said, taking everything serious. Every time you're on the field, you got to fight. So um, whether you're starting on defense, starting on all the special teams, everything you got to earn earn a role and keep it and do it well. Man, now now that role and that road leads us to London. Have, have you guys envisioned what life overseas, playing <laughs> football overseas would be like? Cam, I know your true freshman year, you guys played in Australia. Australia. Yeah. Like, have you had a, have you pictured the moment yet on Sunday? I'm just thinking two free trips overseas. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, it's crazy. I, I think it's super good for football, just the game of football, being able to play overseas places. Like, for me, when... Like I traveled this season and not a lot of people know what American football is, especially when I go to the Philippines. Everything is all basketball. Everything's all boxing. Um, even other countries like UK, I'm glad we're able to play like American football out there and bring the game to be worldwide and just make it more known. So I'm, I'm excited just for the game of football overall moving forward. Same thing in college, uh, Coach Harbour did a great job of taking us overseas. So uh, I played my, well, my, uh, after my rookie, my freshman year in college, I, we went to Rome and we practiced out there and we had like a little scrimmage That's crazy. out That's there tight. and we had the people come out and watch us. So like that, that was crazy. That was like my first experience of playing overseas. We didn't play an actual game, yeah. so it'd be cool to play an actual game. But uh, yeah, it, it's cool being out there and, you know, experiencing new stuff and giving people something new to experience too. In Rome? Yeah, we were in Rome. It was lit. That's tight. Oh, because you went to Rome this offseason, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Like, Rome, I've been to all the... of it. All of it lit. It was lit. Wow. So the, the fact that you guys, you know, can, can use your gifts to, you know, I mean, this is a platform, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, football is a sport, but it's a platform to be able to impact other people's lives. Like, mm -hmm. how, how does that all go into your, your, your mindset of, you know, taking the game a step further? I just think it gives people, especially kids, another avenue to do something with their free time. So, like, get, get kids off the streets, if you want to say, um, giving them something else to work towards, more goals to do versus just these certain sports. Okay, add one more thing for somebody to fall in love with. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think uh, the, a big part of all, for all of us is just, like, our impact and, you know, however we can impact kids, you know, uh, kids look, they look at us, you know, and they see somebody and, you know, we just want to do the right things, you know, steer them in the right direction. So that way, you know, that later down in the road, they can look back and say, yeah, you know, this, this guy, you know, helped me do this or, you know, this game, this, not even guys, it could be the game itself. You know, this game helped me lead to the path where I got a scholarship or, you know, I just, I'm playing with my friends, you know, having a good time. So, you know, any way we can impact, I think it helps. Yeah, one thing that's going to help on Sunday is a win, right? Yep. Um, that, that helps the record. That's the, only <laughs> that's the only reason we're there. Yeah, All this the traveling stuff objective. is cool, but if we don't come out with a win, nothing's, nothing's satisfying. So what stands out on film? I don't want to get, like, too in-depth and too details on football, but, like, what stands out on film about this Saints team? Because they're out there also. This is an experience for them. Uh, I, I would say, you know, just how uh, a lot of guys on their team has had a lot of success. You know, there's a lot of veterans on that team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just being going against a team, you know, who, who knows what it's like to win, you know, is going to challenge us, you know, whoever wants it more, that's what it's going to come down to. A lot of scheme and everything, you know, you can say you, they're going to do this or we're going to do this, but it's going to come down to who wants it more, especially being in a, a setting like we're, we're going to be in. Mm -hmm. It's going to come down who wants it more. 
I, I love that. And I, I'm just, honestly, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, what the trash talk is going to be like. Because <laughs> I, I know, Cam, I know you talk, a lot of people don't know, but Cam, you talk trash. I know, I know it's I like. Just, I say little, little, <laughs> it's friendly trash. <laughs> All right, who's, who's the best trash talker in the DB room? Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. Really? He's, he's Chris wild. Boyd. Chris is crazy. Chris Boyd. Okay. Sure. So how would you describe him and, like, I guess everyone else in, in the room as far as, like... See, for me, I'll say something goofy, like, uh, little boy, like, if I read somebody <laughs> over, but Chris would demean your whole personality. Like. Yeah. <laughs> It'd make you rethink, like... Uh, yeah. Harry be talking, but people don't... Subtle. He, He's subtle. He be saying subtle, subtle. Harrison subtle. Smith? Watch the, watch the TV copy He's last subtle. year against the Niners. It's hilarious. He's subtle. Really? You'll see. <laughs> So Harry, Harry's out there getting busy. Harry talks to coaches. <laughs> oh, that's like Harry would go to their sideline and say something. Anybody. Say something real stutter, <laughs> like a little, little small little thing. So, like, what can, what can we expect from this DB room on Sunday? Because, like, energy. That, energy, passion, playmaking, everything you need from a DB, we going to be able to bring. doing our job. Hmm. Doing our that's job. The, that's the main thing. That's None the of this, main thing. No, and nothing else matters if we're not yeah. doing our job and strapping up. So that's... Once we do that, then we can have even more fun. My, my last question for both of you guys is going into this game, we're two and one. We got some energy. We got some momentum. How can we use that to get another win on Sunday? Uh, I mean, I would say just use that momentum, you know, like feed off each other. Uh, you know, that, that, that game brought us closer as a team. You know, we're a connected group. And, you know, we just got even more connected. So we just got to keep feeding off each other, leaning on each other when times get tough or when things go right, you know, leaning on each other, knowing that we're going to do our job and then the wins just stack and pile up. Game on you. I would say the same thing. Just trust it and just remember the feeling of a win and remember the feeling of a loss. Mm -hmm. Learn from all your losses um, and use every single thing. Okay, how do we win? Let's do it again, but even better. So. Man, thing. Winning, winning is contagious, whether it's in America or in the UK <laughs> or wherever in the world. So, Everywhere. fellas, I appreciate your time today. Like, this is, this is clutch, just both ha thank having you. both of you guys on here. I know you guys are looking forward to lining just like we are. So, uh, thank you again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. For Cam Bynum, Josh Metellus, my name is Gabe Henderson. Thank you again for tuning into another edition of The Audible, presented by 3M. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of The Audible. The Audible is presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings.